it's just talking to people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's conversations. You know, and I'm good at that. You know, I have a natural gift from God to be able to communicate with people and relate to people. Um, and I learned so much from talking to people. The best thing that I ever learned in life is if you listen more than you speak, you'll always be able to understand somebody. And one thing that I learned is that we are much more alike than we are different. We just make that more complicated. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lilia Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, John Morgan, Jr., um, before we, you know, go in and introduce our guests for today, I want to just give a special shout out and, and thank you to, you know, all the essential workers out there, all the teachers, grocery store employees, everybody right now, you know, who's on the front line, you know, we want to give a special shout out um, to, to those individuals and everybody, you know, family who's been affected, you know, by coronavirus and COVID-19. We want to send a special shout out and prayers to them. Um, I know we in a, I continue to say this every episode, we in an uncertain and, you know, high anxiety written time right now. But, you know, uh, we will continue to, to push through this and allow this situation to um, to, ma- to make us better and, ma- and make us whole. Um, so without without further ado, uh, I'm going to introduce, you know, who our guest is, man. This is my guy, man. We've been knowing each other for, for years, man. Literally before we start before we start recording, we were just, you know, reminiscing on some stories, man, that, you know, we can we can go all day on. So. Uh, without without further ado, I got my guy Monte Vales in the in the building. He is a a father, an entrepreneur, and the CEO and founder of the number one cell phone repair shop in Akron, Ohio, as well as the owner of the cell phone repair shop in Atlanta. Um, Mr. Speedy, I repair himself. What's happening with you, Monte? What's going on with you, big dog? Oh man, I can't call it, man. Appreciate you coming on coming on the pod today, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. My pleasure. Yeah, man. So how, how how you doing, man? How how you doing, man? How the family and the, the, the you know your 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 little one doing? Everybody doing during this quarantine time? It's it's different. It's different, man. Uh, you know they want everybody to stay separate, <laughs> and you know that ain't normal. Right. That ain't normal. Right. That ain't normal at all. Right. But everybody doing good, man. We just making it through. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, listen, man. You know, like like I was telling you before, man. I want to I want to get into your story a little bit. You know, I want to ultimately, um, you know, really be able to highlight and showcase the things that you got going on right now with you know a speedy eye repair, man. But before we even get down into speedy eye repair, how that came about, let's start let's start at the beginning, man. Tell me some of your earliest memories. You know what what life was like for for young Monte here here in the city of Akron, man. What was life life like for young Monte? Man, just uh, hooping, hooping, <laughs> trying to figure it out, young, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Really, you know, a lot of influence, from, you know, from everywhere, mm-hmm. but really more so just a stand-up guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for, for sure. Well, tell me, what was your, man, as far as you can remember, man, who who, and what were some of your earliest influences as far as, like, entrepreneurship and, and, and business owners, man, that you can think of, man, even if it was just, you know, Dudes who was taking matters into their own hand, man. Who could you who could you really like look at it and see like, okay, this person is doing something that's necessarily out of the ordinary, that wasn't necessarily working nine to five. Somebody that you may have looked up to. Right, right. Man, really, uh, a lot of the barbers. It's a it's a lot of people, a lot of people in the city that you know what I mean. And I've seen you know make their own you know own path to, and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you know, Akron, 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 home of the hustlers. So we always gonna figure it out, no matter what. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad that you said that, man. About, about the barbers, man. That's the, you know, barbers. 
barbers not only just stable to the community, man, but bar- barbers really know how to get to it. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, they really know how to to figure out ways to to, to get their money, man. And if you really know how to cut and you got a good, you know, clientele, you're gonna you're gonna figure it out, man, and you know, really be able to, you know, make a nice living, man. So I'm I'm glad you mentioned that, man. That's a good trait. Jay Bird, man. You can't forget about Jay Bird. Shout out Bird, man. Bird, Bird <laughs> almost 30, man. You know, shout out shout, shout out to Bird, man. We can't we can't talk about barbers on this podcast without talking to talk about Bird, man. So shout out, shout out Bird. Um, so like like you sure. said. Man, I know you. You know, similar to myself, man. You started out. You started out with hoop dreams too. You know, that's how we initially met. You know what I'm saying? You really, mm-hmm. I really, I really got introduced to to you. Not as Monte, but as 22 stacks. You know, <laughs> you silly. You know, as a as 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 a as a hooper back in the day, man. Tell me, tell me what life was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just being being a young hooper, and you know what I'm saying, being a student in high school and stuff like that. Man. We got a lot of stories from high school. It's it's crazy because that was ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, thirteen. Yeah, longer 13 than that. Years ago. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of stories, man. A lot of locker room stories. Uh, yeah, I mean, just crazy stories, man. Crazy stories that we gonna always talk about. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. Tell me what type what type of student was you, man? The reason and the reason I asked that question is because ultimately, man, you know, just getting into being an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of entrepreneurs who I've spoken with, man, you know, people always say that, like, you know, school wasn't their thing. And that's and that's one thing that right. I, you know, learned is that, like, you know, um, I, I, I went to college and I am a super huge advocate for people not going to college, even though even though I went there. You know, right. what I'm saying? so like what type what type of student do you think, you know, did you always have dreams of being a, an entrepreneur and a business owner, even back then being a student? Right, right. Um. I wanted to go to the NBA. Yeah. I was I thought I was going to the NBA up until maybe my <laughs> maybe my maybe when I was a junior college for real. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was when I was maybe like 23, 24. I still had you know what I mean, that dream and, and and that thought process of if I work hard, if I get up and go to the gym as much as I need to and you know, cross my T's and dot my eyes that I'm I'm going to the league. Yeah, yeah. So what was, your, what was your junior your junior college experience? Where you go to junior college at? Oh man, in Oregon. That's that's how bad the experience was. I can't even <laughs> trying to think. <laughs> where, where, was, where, where was it, was it at? Okay. Uh, you don't even remember the school? Hartford, Hartford, Hartford. Okay. Hartford okay. Community College. It was like thirty minutes away from Baltimore. About okay. a 30, 35 minute drive from Baltimore. And it was the country. It was like twelve of us living in the house. Air mattresses in every room, <laughs> one shower, no food, no money. Uh, it's okay. rough. Okay, so so question. Because again, like I was telling you before we started, you know, I had Tone on here, you know, um, Mr. ABC cleaning service himself on the show um a couple a couple of days ago. And he was talking about his junior college experience. Now, right. I, did you get the junior college the same way he did? Same way he did. He said he got there, you know, by getting in with C Den. C Den ended up plugging him in with some people. That's how we got there. And he told the same story you said. Look, it was like 15 of us in the house. You know what I'm saying? We had to share this little refrigerator and everything. Was your was your <laughs> to that? No, it wasn't that exact scenario. But um, Troy, uh, Coach Coach Whitcop, his name was Greg Whitcop. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he had he knew Troy. He was he, he I guess he was scouting Troy, mm-hmm. and I guess Troy turned him up to me and, and 
from there, he came and sat down in my living room. It was like a real college scouting experience. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, this shit is real. <laughs> right. Like, in my living room, you know right. what I mean? But, right. man, when we got there, bro, it was a whole nother story. Say, <laughs> <laughs> say, so, so y'all were y'all were living like D1 athletes, huh? Man, no. I wouldn't, <laughs> no. Sick. Hey, so how, how, how long were you there? Probably about a Eight, nine months, a couple so, semesters. So, okay, so you was there almost close to a full year then? You right. there full year? Uh, close to it, close to it. I end up coming back home in like, I want to say May or June possibly. And what you think What you think was like the, the biggest like just life lesson you think that you learned from that experience that you even take with you to this day? Man, probably saving money, bro. Tell me about that. Saving money. I remember I, I mean, I didn't get, I, don't, I didn't get no, no Financial aid, student loans, none of that. I think I had some couple of Pell grants or whatever. I think I took some cash with me, just driving, hopping on the road and driving to where we needed to be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, man, that went by so quick. I was going. I went <laughs> to CVS to grab a couple of things for the room, and by the time I looked up, I had like a couple hundred dollars left. Right. Um, right. depending on my mom, she's sending like two hundred dollars every month. Yeah. She's, you know, what I mean, that's a struggle yeah. for her trying to get right. that together for me. Right, right. Like really more so just saving money, man. You got to save your money. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Again, man, I hate to keep reflecting back the tone, but he has said something um, that was very important. And I, he actually made a post on Facebook, man. He said that, uh, he said, being a small business owner, you know the importance of like saving money for a rainy day. I think he was talking about the quarantine, but I think, you know, it's very like similar to what you're saying right now, man, the importance of just like, saving and having money stashed away to to the side man it's, it's super important or super important sure. that you know what i'm saying especially being a being a being an entrepreneur man you know what i'm saying i definitely um glad that you you know you you mentioned that um now i, I know at, at one point man you know I'm not, I'm not sure what the exact timetable was of it man but i know i know at one point in time you end up getting into a little bit of legal trouble you know what i'm saying what what do you think man that you kind of like what was like the biggest takeaway from that situation? And I'm not, you don't have to go into any detail about the situation or right. but like, what do you think was the biggest thing that you learned from that situation that ultimately helped you to be in where you are today? Man, probably from that situation, I learned a lot, man. Cause that, that situation that, uh, that followed me for, for years and mm-hmm. it, it stopped me from getting jobs. Um, it was just mm-hmm. really, it really was an obstacle that I had to get over and figure out how to get around but really more so um just making sure you got all your all your your, your, your shit in order bro yeah you know what i mean um presentation the way you carry yourself uh everything just make sure you got everything in order you know what i mean to portray whatever it is that you have going on in your life yeah and i'm 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 glad you said that man because you know hopefully there's going there's going to be a, a young dude a young lady who watched this man and they may have ran into a little bit of, you know, little, little wall and they trying to figure it out themselves. Like, it's good. Like, that was part of the reason that I want to start this platform, man, is because it's good for people to, like, hear other people's stories and know that, like, damn, you know, Monte ran into a little bit of trouble. But, you know, here he is, you know, a business owner now. He didn't let that situation stop him. Like, you know, so it's good that people can, like, see your story and, like, you know, really be able to see success from it and understand right. that, you know, they can take the the bad and still turn it into good, man. So it's it's good to you know it's good to hear you talk about this stuff. Um, like so when you when you was going through this situation, I know you said you was trying to figure you know you was trying to figure it out. What were some of the 
of the ideas that you had, you know, even before even starting the cell phone repair business, did you have any other ideas of like, you know, going into business or doing any other stuff? Man, maybe real estate, uh, still trying to follow some hoop dreams, <laughs> right? <laughs> but really, but but really being a, an adult and having to really live life and pay bills. So, you know, I mean, that eventually had to go to the back burner. Yeah. Um, but really, no, man, I was just sitting around one day just trying to figure out what I can do to make some money. Yeah. And so, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, between Google and, and me trying to figure out uh, what people need and understanding the supply and demand, you know what I mean? I ended up coming up with that solution. And, you know, cell phone repair was the lane that I wanted to go with. So, so <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's such an interesting story, man, because I remember being in your mother's basement and I I just knew you, you know what I'm saying? I just knew you was fixing phones. Like, and I, you know, being down there with you and you was, you know, I knew I'd take my phone to Monte, he'd get my phone fixed. Right. Like, how, did the, how did the idea even come down to, all right, I'm going to put in Google, you know, like, was it, I put in Google ways to make money? Like, where did the idea come from of cell phone repair? Like, where did that initial idea come from? Man, so... Initially, what actually really got me into it was my lady, she had the iPhone 4, and I ended up knocking it out of her hand and cracked the back glass. <laughs> I mean, now, if somebody else, it's, you know, a lot of people might take it another way or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, we took it to this repair spot down by Akron U, and he said we had to leave the phone there for two days. So I'm mm. like, we can't leave a phone here for two days while you order the part. So right. I ended up just ordering the part myself. I ordered the part myself, looked up a YouTube video, and you know, I already, you know, I already have the technical skills of, as far as how to use a screwdriver. So once you know, YouTube video plus that, and I was able to fix the back glass on her phone. But that was simple then as well. That was the iPhone 4. So mm. it really wasn't too much that you had to do to really replace that. Yeah. But so I just started digging into it a little more. And so was it, was it something, was it, was it something that you was just like, damn, that was kind of easy. I can keep doing this. Like, how did it turn into like you fixing your lady's phone to right. I'm start fixing everybody's phones? How did it turn into that? Man, but between me fixing the phone and seeing how easy it was, plus me not being able to get no job or wherever I, I was working at Home Depot at the time, making like $300 every two weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, um, that might've been the same time I was working at Lowe's. I think it was, I think it was, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, but yeah, man, it, it's just, you know what I mean? Like I said, working at Home Depot, you know what I mean? Uh, understanding that this is a need and people, you know what I mean? Have phones that need to be fixed. And, yeah. Just adding some hustle to it. Mm -hmm. And I think what you you just said something, man, that's that's real valuable, man. You said there was there was a need there. Mm -hmm. you know, one one thing that I learned in like you know, and becoming an entrepreneur and even doing things with like real estate in the wholesale space. One thing that like people will always tell you is find the problem and solve the problem. And like you know, what I'm saying find solutions to you know other people's problems. Um, which and what you talking about was exactly that. You know what I'm saying? You you seen you seen a need because there. What other what other like cell phone repair stores was around during during that time? Was it just is it just the Apple Store just at this point in time? Can you remember yeah, the Apple Store? 
you had the Apple Store. You got you got Abe's on the east side. Everybody know Abe. Right, right, right. Um, on, on Arlington. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they got the one on the north side, his brother. And then my dude Sam, uh, my dude Sam right there at the gas and say, he, act- he actually let me come in his store, man, and work, bro. He ain't wow. know me from a can of paint. You wow. know what I mean? He let me come in his store and work, and I was able to get some experience working in there. That's my dude, though, man. Sam, that's, uh, he going to always be my dude for that. And you, was, actually, and, you was, and you went in there, and he let you fix phones in there? He let me fix phones in there. Wow. And so so, so how did that come about? Did he did he just see, see you around and he knew you was fixing phones? Did you go in there and tell him, like, yo, uh, I, I fixed phones? Like, you know what I'm saying? How did, how did that even come about? No, what's crazy is I got a, I was selling phones on Craigslist. That's how I actually got into phones. I started selling phones on Craigslist. And uh, I had got a text from somebody saying, you know, come to my store. I'm on Exchange Street. So when he said that, I went down by Akron Youth thinking mm-hmm. that's who texted me. Come to find mm-hmm. out. It was my dude Sam right here on Delia and Exchange Street. So uh, after I, after we met and, you know, I saw him a couple phones or whatever, we just started doing business and, you know, it, it grew from there. But I, I know his wife, his kids, all that. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's good, man. I I, I think, uh, well, I know um, you, again, man, you continue to, you adding value, man, and you really dropping a lot of gems, and I hope people really understand what you're saying. Like, you not only, like, you know, continue to find ways to solve problems, but man, you was just finding different ways to make it work. Like you was being, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Not just, you know what I'm saying, repairing the phones, but you was selling phones on, on, on Craigslist, finding different ways to, to make some money, yeah. figuring, it, figuring it out along your way. Was there any like, did you ever have any like initial like fears or hesitations? Like, damn, like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How this is going to work? Was it, was it any of that? Did any of that ever come, come to play? Man, all the time, bro. All the time. The first time I would have to fix a new phone, I, it, the fours was out, but they came out with these fives, and now I gotta, I gotta watch a YouTube video, use my knowledge that I already have, and then fix this person's phone. Yeah. And so, go ahead. <clears throat> and I mean, so, sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. It was a lot of trial and error when I first started fixing phones, but you know, now I'm to the point to where everything's just flowing. Did you ever think about stopping? I did all the time. I used to think about that all the time. That's crazy. You asked me that. Why didn't you? Oh man, I don't know, bro. I just had to keep going. Yeah, I just had to keep going. But I, I used to always think about stopping. Like, damn, I was like, man, damn, maybe I need to go get a job. (laughs) Damn. Then it's like, you know, I mean, I'm building a business, but I don't have a business. I don't have a store location. I have to wait for people to get in touch with me from word of mouth through text call or Facebook, whatever. Right. But I definitely used to think about that all the time. So was it at, at that point you was thinking about quitting? Was, was, did you have just like a good support system of people around you just kind of like, you know, just keeping you going at the time, like saying like, man, don't, don't quit. You got some good here. Keep it, keep it going. Man, that, but also bro, I really just looked at it as after after a certain time. I really just looked at it as another stream of income, and I just kept going hard with it. Just kept going because it because it made sense. You know what I mean? Whether I was fixing the phone, whether I was buying the phone to sell it, or whatever. You know what I mean? It, it was making sense for me, so I I wasn't gonna put it to the back burner. But I was think, like, you know, I was thinking like, should I slow it down a little, or should I go get a job? But I couldn't get a job. Cause I'm, you know, what I mean, my record. I got a felony, so yeah, yeah. I, I just had to figure it out. 
So, so here you are, man. You 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 can't get a job because your record is what it is, and yet, and you thinking in your mind, man, I I want to stop. Like I think about doing this, but it's it's going so good and it's working for you. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 really like that's a beautiful story for real, man. Because it's really like to me that makes me think of like you know God really just showing you, hey man, just be patient. It's, it's coming mm-hmm. as long as you continue to put in the work, and you know. Right. People, you know, having good results, it's, it's, it's going to work itself out, man. So that's that's actually really, really, really dope to hear. Tell me, like, when did it when did it go from, again, fixing, you know, having people, you know, talk about the word from mouth, going to Facebook, selling phones on Craigslist. How did it, like, really come to, you know, be like, all right, this is, I'm going to make this into a business. I'm going to give me a storefront. Like, how did that mm-hmm. about? Man, business start booming. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know I mean? I'm... I'm meeting, I'm meeting people at McDonald's. I'm meeting people at the house. I'm, I got people coming to my mama's house, my mm-hmm. house, grandma's house, auntie's house, whoever, wherever I'm at. I got the book bag with the phone, with the phone kit <laughs> in it. Right, right. And it was just getting to the point where it's like, like, nah, right now I'm ripping and running. Now I'm tired. Yeah, you know I mean, now I got to figure out what I can do to make this easier. You know what I mean? I need people to come to me. I can't keep going to people because now I'm just exhausting too much energy. You feel me? So I'm like, I was sitting at the red light one day. Mind you, my daughter, she about to be born. It's 2016. Uh, I'm going to the casino left and right. That wasn't that wasn't helping. <laughs> that wasn't helping at all. So I'm like, man, all right, I gotta figure something out, or I'm about to be broke in a minute. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the red light. I see a sign. It is just say call for leasing information, whatever, whatever. I called. Man, I talked to uh, her name was Zeta Lines. I think she was a broker for uh, uh, CBRE. Is that I think that real estate company or whatever. And she connected me to my landlord. And um, and man, luckily, man, he was just a cool, laid back dude. That's about his business, and he believed in me. You know what I mean? I went in there scruffy. I ain't, you know what I mean? No haircut, nothing. I just know I got a meeting with this guy and I need to let him know that I'm trying to open up a business. Mm-hmm. And he, he he believed in what I was talking about. He yeah. believed in what I was talking about. Now, did you, did, did he want to know like, you know, like the business plan or whatnot? Or did you think, do you think he just kind of like took, took a liking to you and like, like, like what you was talking about and, you know, the rest is history? And probably a little bit of both because I, I didn't even have a business plan. I didn't get a business plan until maybe last year, a year yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. And um, he probably could see it in my eyes, bro. Yeah. The way yeah. I was talking to him, bro, I had to, I wanted that spot. I needed an opportunity. And the location is just perfect. I, I, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, that's one of the like <clears> – <throat> I remember when you first got the shop and I was just so, I was just so happy for you, man, because not just because you were like, I seen you elevate into the store because the location and like, you know, me um, have, having my hand in real estate, that was a one, that was a low, a one location, man. A one prime real estate, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't necessarily know if that was like part of your plan, but like, it just, it just, it, it, it worked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was, it was, it was so good to see you. You know what I'm saying? See, see you get in there, man. Um, like, where did the where did the name Speedy Eye Eye Repair come from, bro? Man, I was just brainstorming. 
brainstorming, trying to figure out what I'm going to name my business. All right, I, I fix phones, but now I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to, you know what I mean, orchestrate this to where it sound right. And, you know what I mean? And I, 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 I can't remember what, you know what I mean? What brought that name, but, uh, I was just, I actually, uh, I had started with rapid eye repair at first or mm-hmm. rapid. I think, I think it was rapid repair or something, but they was, they were taking. Mm-hmm. And then I just put my, start brainstorming, bro. Start brainstorming mm-hmm. and speedy eye repair. I actually had to find, um, another meaning for rapid. And mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? I think it was a lift name. I'm like speedy. In speedy, the- speedy stick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and man, any anybody anybody man who who follows you on social media, man, knows that like you know, um, you are a a one marketer. Like you know, what I'm saying like you you market the hell out of your business, man. That's actually like one of the things that I really can appreciate about you know what I'm saying your your overall business because I that's one thing that I know that I want to get ultimately better at, you know what I'm saying? Number one, right. I'm really not a, a social media person like that. You know what I'm saying? But I understand the value in right. it. And like one thing about yours, it don't matter when it is, I can be guaranteed to go to your story and it's going to be something on your story of you like showing the, the inside outs of the phone and you having that on your, on your, on your story, right, right. marketing, marketing your business. And I think that the, the branding that you've done like goes hand in hand with, with the marketing. Cause like, you know, people even know you through the city. Like, you know, they know you is now, like, you know what I'm saying? It is, it is. Right, right. It's crazy. Your your name has went from like, you know, 22 stacks to Monte to to speedy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's a, and that has been, you know, a testament to like how, how hard and how good you have been at marketing and branding your business, man. So I'll give you a shout out, you know what I'm saying? To that. Appreciate that. That's a that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Talk to me a little bit about like the mindset of of, a, of an entrepreneur. Although in your, in your story, you know, you had to kind of like you know figure it out, you know, out of necessity. Um, if you had to like pick four or five principles or values that you thought every entrepreneur had to have, what you think they would have? That, what you think they would be? Man, I, I got those listed on this whiteboard at the shop. I cannot think of them right now. I know one of them is accountability. Uh, accountability. Okay. You have to hold yourself accountable. And you know what I mean? Communication. Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing without communicating. Mm-hmm. We got to add teamwork in there. Okay. Ambition. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't think of the last one, man. I can't think of the last one. But you you just gotta be a go getter, man. You gotta be you gotta be willing to do whatever to get to the bag. Can't let nothing stop you. And you just gotta go get it. Why why why, why you say that? Why is why is that so important, man? Why is it so important to be ambitious and be a go getter? Man, because God bless the child that can hold his own, man. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely man. For one, running a business is not easy. Mm-hmm. People might make it look easy, but it's man. It's probably one of the hardest things you can do. Yeah, because nobody gonna see your vision like you see it. Right. You right. got uh, then you gonna have these obstacles over here. You might have something over here that's maybe pulling money from the business, and mm-hmm. it's just you gotta you, you gotta be a go getter. You gotta be hungry. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 hundred percent right, man. I, I I agree with everything you just said. Listen, a couple a couple of days ago, I seen you make a post on on, on Facebook, man. 
and you were talking about the importance of building systems and you right. know that that was something that you really focusing on within your business right now. Can you talk to me, number one, about what systems are you actually putting in place for your business? And number two, talk to me about, you know, what the, why it is important to build, build systems. Man. So the systems that you need to, that I feel like you need to have in play are systems that's going to make your job easier. Um, systems that's going to automate things for you. Um, for instance, I have a system that I have customers type in their information when they come in to check their phone in and you know what I mean? It'll send them an email. It sends me an email. I can go in and update the repair status. I can check off the, any of the uh, issues that the customer is having with the phone. It's just a bunch of information and detail that's going to make the job easier. And then system just going to make the job, you know, run a lot smoother. And it, it's actually going to act as another employee. Mm. If you, you know what I mean? If you really, really look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that you, you, I, I like that. I, I like the way you broke, broke that down right there. Um, where did, where did you like, you know, kind of get the idea of like, you know, okay, and I'm going to take my business to the next level. I have to build this system. Did somebody kind of like influence you? Did they somebody educate you on building the importance of the system? Or did you know that it was just something that you was lacking? Right. Right. Um, it was really more so just, just learning. Just, you know what I mean? When I first started and I had customers coming in and checking their phones in, I had a piece of paper, carbon copy paper, double-sided. We sign it. I take one, you take one. Mm-hmm. Um, I start having customers tell me they losing papers. I had customers coming back on warranty repairs without a receipt. You know <laughs> what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. I just know you coming in and you want a warranty repair, <laughs> which I don't mind doing if you're under <laughs> warranty, but you know, some people will stretch the issue. Right. 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 And, um, and I mean, but basically with the system I have now, I can actually type in your name. You know what I mean? Whatever your name is, I can pull you up and I can see when was when the last time you was in here. I can see the last time we did a warranty or if you off the warranty, whatever the case may be. And it's, it, it just make everything easier and make everything real transparent. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think if you had to, if you looking back on it, man, what do you think is like one of the 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 worst business decisions you think you might have made something that you you know you ultimately may have learned from but if you could look back on it you would definitely tell somebody else to like make sure they do this or don't do this right right um man my business resume is so short i'm gonna probably say uh trying to open up this second location out at barberton um i'm sorry i said tell me why uh really more so Another, the, the number one thing is systems, you know what I mean? Me and, you know, whatever, you know, crew I had out there, we, we, we're, we're communicating too much. I'm not going to answer your phone calls too much, you know what I mean? You're not able to actually handle this without me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that system needs to be in place so, that's it, so that location can run, you know what I mean, without my input or without me having to oversee it. But really um, – that and then just overextending myself, man. You know what I mean? And now I'm in a situation where I'm paying on the lease until, you know, next year. Yeah. Is there, is there, do you have, do you have any mentors or, you know, anybody you kind of lean on in, in, in this space, like in the, in the, in the tech and the, the cell phone repair space? Have you formed any relationships with anybody that's kind of like helping you out at all? 
Yeah, yeah, I got, uh, man, I got a couple of people, man. I, I got a handful of people, honestly, man. One of my biggest guys is uh, my guy, D. He, he, got, he has a store down in Atlanta, in Atlanta, and then also um, Birmingham, Alabama. His name is, is uh, his, his, the name of his company is Dino's Phones. Okay. And, man, he, he really kind of got the same backstory, you know what I mean? Yeah. Same, you know, similar situation. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he just a hustler of uh, hustlers, man. He, he a beast. Yeah. He a beast, but he, he he probably one of my mentors. Um, you know, I got some of the you know older cats, you know, within my inner circle. Yeah, but I'm always I'm always open to to bringing in new mentors or just learning from you know anybody else in the same field or different fields. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: What do you think is harder? Do you think it was harder for you to start business, like actually you know start it, period, and like do the initial work? Or the systems? Which part is harder? You said, or the systems? Yeah. Uh, starting a business. That Why? was probably the that was that was probably the hardest part because I had to I had to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's easily it's easy to get distracted when everything not going your way, or when you you ain't made no money all week trying to run a business, but you're spending money all week. So mm-hmm. probably starting a business and staying at it until it actually start making money. Yeah. Yeah. Now is the how is the is the business profitable for you? It's definitely profitable. It's definitely profitable. We're working on business models right now so we can start franchising. So we, yeah, we want to start getting that paperwork in order and we're gonna pr- probably start franchising for real. What do you think are some of the, the misconceptions about not just your business but starting a business in general? Um probably the trust. Mm. Probably the trust and um Tell me, tell me about that. Tell, tell me about that a little bit. Um, well, in my situation, man, you got customers coming in and they want their phone fixed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the mm-hmm. first thing they want to know is, uh, you know, first thing they want to know is, can I fix it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And one of the things that I ran into before I even got a store was people dropping their phones off and trusting me with their phone. You know what I mean? You dropping the phone off to a random house. You don't know who I am. I could be doing anything with your phone. Mm-hmm. It's cr- and it's crazy because I, I actually had a customer tell me, like, hey, man, don't steal my phone. He said at, it in the, at the store. No, not at the store. This was before I had the store. Okay. Okay. But 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 really more so trust because, um, I mean, even, even you know, customers coming in the store as well. Um, like I said, customers want to know, can I fix the phone? Am I going to be going through their phone? Uh, just all types of questions and, you know. It's just, it's just the misconceptions that, you know, small business owners get, you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. you know, after the fact, they're always happy, you know what I mean? Because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And, and how, how, you, how long you been in business officially at the store now? Officially at the store, it has been three and a half years, 2016. Yeah. So it'll yeah. be four years and it'll be four years in September. And you got, and you ultimately end up opening the store up in Atlanta when, was it last year you opened it up? Um, yes, last year, my guy Jatice, Jatice, yeah. man, all the credit go to him, man, because without, you know, without him putting his, you know, his, his, his neck out there and really more so, you know what I mean, taking a chance, he actually left a good paying job to go open up a cell phone store. He was doing accounting for, for Deloitte. That's one of the wow. biggest accounting firms. You, you familiar with Deloitte? I'm not. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, you know, that's, that's a big, real big accounting firm. I think they mm-hmm. over some of these, some of the, you know, billion dollar businesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he left, he left a position there being an auditor 
And he, wow. right. So, you know, he took a chance, jumped out there and opened up speedy eye repair down in Atlanta. And we just trying to get that off the ground right now. And so, and see, that's, I, I, I love hearing stuff like that, man. Cause num- number one, man, it's, it's, it's good to see people, you know, take risks and chase their dreams. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing, but it ultimately is a, a testament to man, like what type of leader you were to even show somebody else that it was possible to, to do it. Cause like, right, right. he had to see you, you know, lay the blueprint out first to know like, Oh dang, like I can yeah. out here in, in Atlanta and make it shake too. I never even thought about that, but man, when he did that, man, it, it's man, that, that made me proud for sure. Cause yeah. I, I thought he was, I thought he was joking the whole time. You know what I mean? You know, you had conversations with people and, you know, we, we talk about this we talk about that, but you really never know what's going to happen until somebody puts some action in play. And, and that's what he did. Yeah. T- t- talk to, talk to me about, about the importance of like taking action, man. And like, why it's so important to, to act as opposed to sitting about sitting around and, and thinking about something, man. Cause I, I had this, I had this, you know, this, this woman on the uh, podcast a couple of days ago, man. Uh, Cause Anita on Instagram, Anita Davis. Shout out, shout out Nita, man. Nita, Nita Good Peoples. And, you know, I asked her a question and she said, you know, one thing that she's continuing to try to do is educate and activate. Like, you know, taking action right. is everything. Like, you know, um, no more sitting around, no more twiddling her thumbs, no more doing anything. Acting is everything. You know, talk mm-hmm. about the importance of, like, taking action. Man, really more so, um, really more so, um, I got a lot of situations where I can where I can put that in place, but I'm trying to think of one as that's that's recent as far as taking action. Um, man, probably probably Christmas time. Um, we had a we had, we we had a deal on iPads, man, and these iPad minis. They was they was just perfect for the kids, man, and and um, I think they had, I think they had like a hundred of them, hundred iPad minis, mm-hmm. and I did not want to spend the money, bro. <laughs> I did not want to spend the money, bro. And I kid you not. We had a hundred iPad minis. We probably sold out of autumn iPad minis probably in less than 30 days. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? And it was a double up. Yeah. It was a, it was a double up. Yeah. And that's yeah, probably yeah. that's probably a situation that I can really put that into play and really, you know, understand the importance of taking action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Action, taking action is so so important, man. And I think I think the um one one thing that I try to highlight also on this podcast is that man, when you take action, what you ultimately doing is man, you like facing a fear. And like mm-hmm. I, a lot of times, you know, what I'm saying, especially us being black men, we don't always talk about you know fear in place. You know, what I'm saying, and sometimes we we don't always know what fear looks like. And a lot of times, not taking action is a result of being fearful about something. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's I'm fearful of spending this money, I don't know if I'm going to lose it. I'm fearful to go talk to this girl because I don't know if she's going to tell me no. I'm fearful, you know, for whatever the case may be, man. But I, I, I love I love that idea of, of, of taking action, man. So I'm, I'm glad you, you know, you, you highlighted that. Talk to me about, like, you know, um, some of the goals that you have for, for Speedy Eye Repair in, in, in the future, man. And just go go. Uh. Individually, just really more so. One of my uh, 
one of my goals that I actually have in play right now is really trying to turn this thing into a into a distribution center, man. We want to start selling phone parts and you know, phone replacement parts and screen oh. protectors and just all types of accessories. And that's a job itself, trying to, you know what I mean, figure out how we're gonna put the distribution part into play. Dope. So Dope. that's that's one of the goals. Um and we want to continue growing. We want to start touching some of these other markets, these bigger markets, the, these metropolitan cities. The, we want to get to the Houston, the Carolinas, the, uh, the L.A. and, you know, Vegas. And we, we trying to touch the people, man. That's what we are. Yeah, 100%. What about what about personally, man? What's some stuff that you want to you know grow at and get and get better at just personally? Ba- balancing my um, my family life. Mm, that's one of mm. the most important things I got to get in order is balancing that time because uh, I'll be, I'll be living in the shop too much, man. Yeah. So I got to start really putting, I got to really start putting some priority on that and, and, and organize that. And I want to get into real estate um, and just keep being the best I can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good, man. But I think it's, I think it's good that you have the self-awareness to, to know that, man. That's the, that's the step number one, man. You'll, you'll be able to figure it out, man, in time. Um, I know you. I know you have a a, a little girl, man. What's the, how how important is this like legacy and and you know and her seeing you know dad be a hustler, her seeing dad be an entrepreneur, being a business owner. How important is it for you to like show her and instill certain things in her about that? Right, right. That's um that's very important to me, man. It's it's crazy because it's crazy you even say that because I don't I don't really be paying. I pay attention, but like. I didn't know that she be paying attention like that. Mm, so like, mm. you know what I mean? Like she got this little play phone and she'll press the button. She'd be like, hello, thanks for calling Speedy Eye Repair. <laughs> I'd be, like, be like, man, and I heard her say that one day. I'm like, man, what? And she three. She three, bro. She like, hello, <laughs> thanks for calling Speedy Eye Repair. How can I, how can I help you? Wow. Yeah, like she, the, you know, I have her at the shop with me. She talking about daddy. I want to help you fix a phone. And you know what I mean? And, she just doing the most, touching everything. I'm trying to right. fix phones, help customers, and she trying right. to fix a phone. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that, that that's dope, man. I um I can't wait for the day for you know for my little dude to be a little old old enough to be able to walk around here and be like, Daddy, can I can I sit in while you record your podcast? You know what I'm saying? Take me take me on the you know when you going to get another house. You know, right. that man, running I'm you for that man. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fact. <laughs> that's that's a right. fact. Listen, man, Monte, thank you, bro. Um, I, I, you know I really it. appreciate you coming on, man. I know you added a, a lot of value, man, and gave a lot of game and a lot of gems, man. So not just on oh, yeah, for sure. But for the people who gonna who gonna watch this, man. So before before we get out of here, man, I have a few like rapid questions that I want to do. Um, you know, okay. and, then, and then we'll get out of here. So um, That's cool. the first the first question is, man, I I do not like New Year's resolutions, but I love intentions. I really and big on setting intentions, man. I'm a I'm a mental health advocate, so I'm I'm very big on like you know putting things out there into the universe, man. So, tell me what is your what are your intentions for 2020? Man, my intentions is to get a house, bro. I've been searching for a house. I just put You've been a bid talking about in that for a minute. Yeah, I just put a bid in on the foreclosure, so I'm I mean, I'm okay, hoping good. that they call me. How do that process work? Do they call? Do you they call you after a while or? Um. It will. Are you are you going through through a real estate agent? Mm-hmm. Yep. Real estate yeah, so agent. So your agent, your agent will be the one to um, you know, to c- communicate with you the process. Um, if you got if you got a good agent, a seasoned agent, then they'll they'll be on top of it. Um, right. I don't have a lending you got, but if you got FHA lending, 
um, then they may be like your lender may be a little stickler, like as far as right, like right. making you go through a, a long little process with paperwork and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. with closure specifically, but again, it goes back to your your lending. But with closures, right. it can kind of be a process. But as long as you got a good a good agent, then they'll help that process be smooth as quick, quick as possible. So, right. Um, oh, yeah, I'm hoping for that, man. That's one of my main intentions for this year is to find me a rental property. Okay. Whether I can sit on it, rent it out for a couple of years and bank it or whatever, but that's on my to-do list. Okay, good, good. The next 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 question is um what does what does having purpose mean to you? Man, having purpose means to me um going into everything with good intentions. Mm. And you know I mean being straightforward and um just being genuine, man. Just being genuine. If you if you I don't mean to cut you off, but if your no, main wait. purpose is, you know, if your main purpose is to just, you know, what I mean, be genuine and, and give off positive vibes, man, and that's that's what the universe can give back. Yeah, hundred percent. How does that how does that tie into you, you know, doing what you're doing today with Speedy Eye Repair? Just making sure that I treat every customer with the same respect. You know what I mean? Make sure that I give them the same undivided attention. Yeah. Make sure that they leave it happy. Make sure, making sure that I'm going above and beyond, you know what I mean, to make them remember the experience they had in here. And then also ultimately, you know what I mean, refer a friend or family member. Dope, 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 dope. Um, tell me something about you that people will be surprised to know. Man. Smarter than I look. <laughs> <laughs> Smarter than I look, man. I like, I like, I like that. I like that. Um, what, what scares you, man? Losing, losing, losing. Lo- losing um, just losing, man. Losing yeah. everything that's important. Losing everything that matters. You know what I mean? That's, you know what I mean? Losing my mom and all that type of stuff, man. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the stuff that really matters, man. That's the type of stuff that scared me. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, tell me your favorite quote. Favorite quote, man. Favorite quote. Um, it's on the flow. It's on the flow. <laughs> it's, on, it's on the flow, man. I say that, I say that probably about 10 times a day. <laughs> Hey, I like that. I, I like I like that. Respect. Re- respect. Oh, um, yeah, say the, that ten times a what, day, man. What's the What's the best advice you ever received? Man, I done received a lot of good advice, bro. I done received a lot of good advice. I can't really pinpoint what it is or who told me what it was. You know what I mean? But I done took a lot of advice from you know what I mean some seasoned vets. Mm-hmm. And, and I ain't even gonna say it really more so advice. I learn from a lot of people's situations as well. That's another thing right. I do. I pay attention. So really, really, really just a mixture of that. Right. A mixture okay. of, you know what I mean, learning from someone else and then also the advice that somebody might tell me. But yeah, I can't good. really pinpoint nothing. Yeah, yeah. They they say they say a uh a, a smart man learns from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. So that's so so that so that so that's that's very good, man. Um, no doubt. If you could pick up the phone and call your twenty-year-old self, knowing what you know today, what would you tell yourself? Man, what was I doing at twenty years old? That's <laughs> crazy, bro. Crazy. You might have been. You might have been. You know, just going down to that junior college, trying to trying trying to figure something out. 
I'm trying to think. I graduated at like 18. Graduated at 18. Uh, I was working at a Burger King and Ed Davis. Man, probably more so, bro, be on time when you go into that job. Because that's what got me fired. <laughs> be on time. That's big. Be that, on that's time, big. man. That's big. Well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give, I ain't gonna give you no shit for being late on the podcast today. Man, I had a lot going on today, man. <laughs> I thought we was gonna have to reschedule. <laughs> it's I'm, all good. It's all good. Know it. it worked. It worked. It worked itself out, man. It worked. It worked itself itself out. Again, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, tell 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 us what you got coming up, man. Tell us all your social media tags, everything where everybody can find you. You know, give you a, get a shop address and all that type of stuff, man, so people can know where to. Reach out and find you at man speedyirepair.com. Uh, that's the website. Instagram at speedy eye repair, Facebook speedy eye repair, Twitter at speedy eye repair. Just follow us, man. Um, we're gonna try and we're gonna, we're gonna have some hopefully, you know, once they open everything up, we can have some events. But yeah, I mean, until then, we're just gonna stay down and keep grinding. <clears throat> yeah, 100%, man. 100%, yeah, man. Uh, well, listen, man, we're going we gonna to definitely link up, man, and, you know, me, maybe even talk about putting some events together and stuff like that, man. Oh, I yeah, would, for sure. We got to do that. I would love to, like, you know, keep continue to put this podcast in, in different forms and spaces, even do something going going forward with it, man. So um, the, the final last thing that we do, man, um, before before we get up out of here, man, I had I have my guests do the same thing every time I have somebody on. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge podcast fan and a huge podcast fanatic. Um, and one of my inspirations for starting this podcast was Arian Foster. Um, used to play running back for the Houston Texans back in the day. He ended up with, he, he, do, he does music, a lot of creative stuff today. Um, he actually started a podcast called the Now What Podcast. And one thing that he always did at the end of his podcast, he would have his guests um, ask for Jim Carrey to come on his show. Jim Carrey, I guess, is Arian Foster's one of like, you know, one of his most favorite, you know, um, fa- favorite people out there, I guess, you know, some, something like that. So what I have my guests do is I have them look in their camera and tell Arian Foster why he should be on the, the Live Your Purpose podcast, man. We're going to try to put the put the good, you know, <laughs> put the manifestation out there to the universe one day, man. So if you could, look in your camera right now and tell my guy Arian Foster why he should be on the Live Your Purpose podcast. Arian Foster, man, what's going on with you, man? You need to be on this Live Your Purpose podcast, man. I used to, just for the simple fact that I used to do work with you on the mat, man. You was a beast <laughs> on the mat. You want me a lot of money, B. So we need we need you on here, man. We need you on here. That's a that's a fact, man. Well, Nothing listen, man. Vibes over there, over here. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. So yeah, man. On that note, man, we gonna end it, man. Again, a special shout out, um, and condo. Everybody being infected by COVID-19, coronavirus, man. Stay safe. Practice social distancing. Mm-hmm. Stay out the way, man. I am because we are. Another episode, we out.